Hey everyone, welcome to Right On Radio. Glad to have you. Is my mic coming in okay? I'm playing with like their best audio levels for some reason when I do these lives. I don't know why. It's fine on every other program, but uh, hey, welcome everybody. Welcome. Thank you for being here. And uh, yeah, hey, good to have you back, Patriot Girl. We missed you. I don't think we saw you last week. Anyways, thank you everyone for being here. We've got a good one for you today. Atlantis. It's been a myth. It's been a source of controversy for I don't know how many years, but many, many years. And today, Chris believes he has found the information to prove that it existed. So can't wait for that. And uh, good to see Chris has entered the show already. So I won't be long with my intro. Uh, just do be on the lookout. I'm uh, going to be... Uh, Sorry, we're not taking call-ins right now. Uh, i got to shut that off. Uh, I'm going to be doing a show that I'm putting together just to, uh, if you guys listen to any of our other shows, for some of our Intel shows and things like that that we do outside of the military uh, analyst, I believe I can prove that you are watching a movie right now and that Trump is still president. That's right. I believe I can prove it. So keep tuned in to Right On Radio because I don't know when I'm going to put it out, but probably within the next week or so. But without further ado, his real name is Hidden. We call him Chris Wilson, but he is the military analyst. He has an extensive background in the military. He found out uh, by having you know some classified clearance how bad things were, and he decided to become a whistleblower. He has risked his life to get out some of this information to you, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, the documents that we that he reads from every week are always posted on rightonyou.com. That's R-I-G-H-T-O-N with the letter U. Rightonyou.com. And you can sign up for the military analyst. Not only does it help support the military analyst, but it helps uh, cover the expenses of the channel as well. And we post them up. You can follow along. You can look at all the graphics, which are quite amazing most times. This time uh, is no exception uh, to that. And hey, thank you for the share, Misty. Uh, right away, I appreciate seeing the uh, the shares and, and the likes. And, and by the way, uh, we really do appreciate when we get the pod points, too, if you want to send gifts and stuff like that. I'm not pushing for it this month. I probably won't next month, but come October, I'm going to be really asking for you guys to contribute. Uh, and that's just kind of a scheduling thing. I have to do a certain amount of shows, but we got to get to minimum 22,000 pod points uh, to get ranked in the top, and that really, really helps the show. So if you want to get this information out, you want to reach more people, then uh, uh, thank you, Patriot Girl 1776 exactly. Sending a coffee, sending a, a prize, whatever it is, uh, everything helps. The Super Chats help uh, as well. And by the way, I made a huge mistake last uh, Wednesday because Jan had sent a Super Chat, and I did not read it on air and it was just a very simple message of saying thank you, uh, but I do always pledge to get your Super Chat on air, and I sincerely apologize to Jan for not getting that up last week. But without further ado, let's welcome the military analyst to Right On Radio. Hi, Jeff, and hi, audience. Uh, it's nice to be back. We're going to be covering a very... Uh, sensitive topic because it's always been downplayed 
throughout all of history and through science. First off, I wanted to mention that um, as far as posting points, the best way I found a way to actually do, uh, I've mentioned it before, but I need to reiterate that uh, you can, once you press the like button, you don't press it once because that only gives one actual point. What you do is multiple times about five and then uh, when the balloons disappear, you will get three posts. However, if you press it five times in a row when the balloons disappear, then press have it have the uh, the uh, heart next to where your your icon is for the show. When you press that, you will get immediate eight points the very first time you log on to the show. I do it every day. So that's number one. Well, and by the way, uh, Chris, I just want to clear up. And and by the way, yeah, the likes really help the algorithms as well. The likes, the shares, you know, the audience coming in. But pod points are the currency within the uh, the Podbean app. So people actually have to put uh, put down a little bit of money. So to get to 220 points in one month, and it is a calendar month, that equals $220. Uh, so, you know, a cup of coffee might cost a dollar or two dollars or something like that in pod points. So it's, it's the actual currency that's going in. Uh, but the likes and that are free, and they sincerely help as well. And by the way, Jan, thank you for mentioning that, uh, that you <laughs> didn't have to do that. But still, I do have a super chat. I'm going to get to it right away before you start your uh, Intel brief, Chris. It says, thank you so much, Jeff and Chris. This Intel is truly appreciated, and I always love hearing the new information and researching Chris's Intel. Thank you so much, Patriot Girl 1776. And without further ado, I will not hold it up because the man cannot be stopped once he starts. Let's get into it, Chris. Okay, last point is that there is a way to actually, when you press the likes, I know there's a way to get actually five points for every time you press it. I'll have that answer by next week. And that way, by uh, hitting it instead of just one time, in my method, you can methodology, you can get it uh, three. And in the very first time, as I mentioned, you can actually get eight points the very first time when you have the icon. And then uh, when you, after pressing the, 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 uh, the zero, when the hearts go to zero, and then when you press your icon, you'll get immediate eight points, but it must be in that sequence. I will get the answer of, because I've noticed many have been uh, posting five points the very first time they log on to a show. So I know there is a way to do that. I just haven't figured it out, but I should have it solved by next week. Anyway, the number of points help keep Jeff's show in the top and uh, be afford the time for me to share this knowledge. And that's critical because this knowledge you, we take with us from one lifetime to the next. All right, here we go. We're going to go with, uh, this is part one, Atlantis has been proven by Wayne Herschel. Wayne Herschel is from South Africa. He's one of the top 12 in the world, along with Michael Tellinger. We will get to him after I finish with all of Wayne Herschel's. This one is Atlantis, part one. There's also a YouTube link that Jeff can copy and uh, put into the, uh, uh, the script, the chat while I'm doing this now. The Atlantis collection that Herschel had compiled by 2011, we're talking over 10 years ago, was pretty conclusive and sensational in its own right, then already purely based on its historical contents of findings. It was just waiting for the time when his team could go to the site that they at the time thought would be crucial to producing the final touches that would wrap it up. However, the, finance, uh, the weighted finance 
for that trip never quite materialized due to its interference and has also been in the cause for so many delays before it. Understand, audiences, that he is South African. Theirs is based on British English, not American. Therefore, they, uh, there's differences between uh, spellings. They use O-U for like color, and they use uh, the letter S like for materialize. Okay, go forward. The breaking, the breaking point uh, were absolute gems on their own merit. They made for great books just on the basis of the traditional piercings, piecings together of factual historical clues. But then what intervened was a measurable, almost surreal occurrence that would put the cherry on top of what was already the ample proof of Herschel's Atlantis. Without going into intricate details at this point, let it be said that this occurrence can be best described as the ultimate in paranormal events, and it occurred in 2011, shortly after Herschel's discovery of the circular canals. This fortuitous intervention would change the entire tone of the book, and quite extraordinarily, it actually supports Plato's biggest claim that every author before him had completely steered away from that the inhabitants of Atlantis were the legendary sky gods, quote, of ancient mythology. That is correct. Next, he shows uh, his graphic images. Uh, first section, discover the real pillars of Hercules. This is very important, audience. You have to understand and pay attention to what I'm expressing. Or for better known as the lost lighthouse of Africa, found on the northwestern tip of Africa, as one passes from the Mediterranean into the Atlantic, it had once had a lighthouse that was the largest of its kind in the world, bigger than the lighthouse of Alexandria, Egypt. The illuminated portion was twice the size of that in Alexandria, and it was an illumination that worked like a modern day billboard. The name of it says it all, the Cave of Hercules, it was once called. We interpret it today by what we've been erroneously taught as the pillars of Hercules, and that's intentionally uh, done. The author found an old map in the form of an illustration that shows the position of the cave opening. It included two large pillars, and the cave is shown as illuminated. Labeled accurately, too, as Hercules columns, but there is more. The cave opening was carved in the shape of the continent of Africa. When illuminated by an internal fire, one would see the message, quote, as I have shown, far out into the Atlantic at night where the Africa shoreline is. But for the author, the best part of what he discovered here are the megalithic scoop marks inside the quarried cave showing advanced technology. This cave was once a manufacturing quarry for Herculean sized pillar blocks. Scholars prefer to call the massive rounded edge blocks as millstones, M-I-L-L-S-T-O-N-E-S. But then you have to ask why they made thousands of them as the cave scoop mark suggests. Pillars were obviously far more in demand than millstones. But in effect, what is so huge about the finding is that the function of this cave supports proving the author's Atlantis in his new book. The shores of Spain have absolutely nothing to do with the Pillars of Hercules reference in Plato's work, as you will soon learn, because the landmass of Spain and Portugal was positioned more than 500 kilometers further out into the Atlantic. Even the Plato quote of passing the pillars of Hercules, landmark speaks volumes, he never mentioned a narrow strait as it is today. Translators used the wrong choice of the word for the Greek word 
that references the general opening into the Atlantic from the Mediterranean. Part two, uh, section two, Herschel's circular canal discoveries. Proving the unique lost circular canals would set the foundation for proving the port city of Atlantis, followed by proving the actual island landmass it was built on. The Atlantis landmass would have to have a city whose layout pattern was unique and boasted circular canals. Wayne Herschel has found the pattern and it resides in the Donana, which is D-O-N-A-N-A National Park in Andalusia, that's A-N-D-A-L-U-S-I-A, Spain. Spain and Portugal were once an island landmass disconnected from what today the European continent and situated far west of it in the midst of the Atlantic Ocean. Of course, this begs the question, how could it possibly have moved and become part of Europe? It is all about the Hercule, Her, Herschel's Coins hyperspeed continental shift, supported by the smoking gun finding of a ground zero meteor impact event. The light bulb realization, also he should be looking for just two circular canals and not three as explorers before him believed, was a clue that had him strike gold, quote. It turned out that the third canal was actually the remains of a legendary chariot race circuit, not a water canal. Even Plato wrote about it. Without going into this here, the third canal by virtue of it being far shallower would leave no imprint on the land. This spoke for itself. The remnants of the Atlantic Canal should have no more than two ancient scars. Inevitably, the Atlantis port city was built under the same divine star map blueprint as were all the ancient cities in Herschel's repertoire. On closer inspection, the Atla ancients of Atlantis had created a circumpunct, and that's C-I-R-C-U-M-P-U-N-C-T, sun symbol, sun veneration theme in their layout, where the central, quote, island mound becomes a dot in the symbol, so to speak. Two circular canals around it would complete Plato's description. Herschel shows that this is an image near the end of this article, a layout that inevitably coincides with the star map theme that he had identified in the grand beginnings of just about every ancient civilization around the world. They all had the same blueprint layout plan for their most sacred structures. In the case of Atlantis, start of the legend, quote, as above, so below, exclamation mark. Remember that concept. It is worth mentioning that the new readers frustrated at not having the level of star map grounding to follow the author's work that they would like to have can go to the free to view the content of this website. It is free. Once Herschel was on the site, he suspected as being Atlantis, he went on to pursue various satellite programs to study the directional flow of the rivers in the flood plains of Spain. There seemed to be some kind of pattern to these. He began to take screenshots of different satellite frames across a period of several years to show the seasonal variation that would allow him to make a common template. And ultimately, what emerged is what you have seen in the next image. Behold the remains of two very disfigured concentric circles. Everything about this spells a double circular canal design. Over time, the rivers retraced the old patterns because of the faster erosion of the flood-deposited soil 
that was softer in the areas covered, covering the hard, harder previous engineered canal floor. If ever there were two primary massive excavation circular canals in the floodplain of the Donana National Park, then one would expect to find it in an area of low relief, meaning height. Consider what originally happened more than 12,000 years ago in a time before Herschel's new mega meteor impact event discovery that he proposed caused the what is known as the younger Y-O-U-N-G-E-R Dryas D-R-Y-A-S stadial S-T-A-D-A-L-I-L marker. The So younger Dryas stadial marker. The catalyst that ended the ice age that he also sets out to prove in his book an apocalyptic event of epic proportions that it goes into from every angle caused a legendary flood that would have washed over the pattern etched into the earth. Softer floodplain mud forming over the original shape of the harder canal floor, thanks to the Atlantean's use of, use of, quote, land surface compression technology, another Herschel discovery. In time, the annual floods would wear away the soft mud and partially uncover the original canal pattern. The image here shows the average annual floodplain during the flooding season of the Guadalquivir River. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's G-U-A-D-A-L-Q-U-I-V-I-R River. Guadalquivir River. Behold the fingerprint of Atlantis. And then you see another one of his graphics. You'll see on uh, right on university site. Next te- uh, topic, who were the Atlanteans? Did the ancient Atlanteans have an obsession with this star map Wayne Herschel found in the beginnings of his civilizations? Definitely. What did the ancient Atlanteans look like? To answer this very potent question, let's start with an iconic face already adapted for what the Atlanteans might have looked like. The face of Atlantis was to emerge in the form of a partially hollow a lightweight statue that some say was found in an old field in the middle of nowhere in southeastern Spain that came to be known as, quote, the Lady of Elche, which is E-L-C-H-E. Scholars, for their part, like to believe that regardless of where it was found, it is representative of a woman that was best suited to what an original Atlantean would have looked like. Now that it is about to become absolutely clear that Spain was once Atlantis, one needs to question why and how the bust appeared in a remote field near the town of Elche. I said E-L-C-H-E. If one takes into account some of the cataclysm being responsible for the cause for it washing to where it was later found, then one should wonder and consider the flood direction possibility that deposited it in this remote field hundreds of kilometers southeast of the ancient Atlantis port city site with its traces of the canals. The direction of flow turns out to be identical to the pro- proposed flood direction that Herschel identifies as prevalent during the demise of Atlantis. But what is of great interest here is the necklace she is wearing. Shown on it are what looks like seven oil lamps as a collective placed above three Egyptian-style renditions of the, quote, sun disk. This could be well only meaningless, un- this could be a only meaningless decoration, but what it, if 
the Lady of Elshi is wearing the star map of the seven celestial lights of the Pleiades constellation seen in the temples of the first ancient Atlanteans who arrived from the heavens. Just as today's Hebrew temples display the menorah, and that's M-E-N-O-R-A-H, and just as the Christian churches place seven illuminated candles on an altar. Her elaborate, seemingly impractical ear decoration takes Herschel's headphones theory to the ancient Mayan gods to a whole new level. She would only be able to turn her head with difficulty. An entirely new analysis of what we are seeing here comes into play when one compares what Formula One drivers today have to include in their safety design. But let's consider the high probability of her head needing to be restrained in the same manner in another far more advanced cockpit, meaning craft. What we might be dealing with is the celebration of an Atlantean star ancestor. The arrival of the ancients, first and primary astronaut in a celestial chariot, able to engage in some very unexpected and intense maneuvers. Suddenly, it all makes sense. Then he shows another uh, graphic, which is the Lady of Elche, and he shows the statue as it was found and then highlighted with the necklace and the three sun discs below it. And then he shows a graphic design of uh, what she would have looked like in real life. Next topic, arrival of the sky gods at Atlantis. One cave mural from the lost city of Atlantis, now in the northern highlands of Spain, reveals the genesis of Atlantis. What Plato had said was true. The Atlanteans came, quote, from the heavens and were literally, quote, the gods, quote, living on the earth. One needs to adopt that crucial statement as highly likely from the get-go, or this book is going to be a hard pillow to swallow. To get into the perfect mindset of the path this book will follow, one has first to go to the cave mural at El Castillo, and that's E-L, second word, C-A-S-T-I-L-L-O, in the far northern highlands of what was the Atlantean landmass. The place where it seems survivors took refuge as the island began to become submerged beneath the rising Atlantic Ocean after a cataclysmic event. Deep inside the cave, there's what Herschel prefers to call, quote, the last outcast or refuge, and found on the walls is a magnificent account of their celestial genesis, arrival. He assumes that they were outcasts since no educated language was used, and everything tells him that they are likely to have been the children of the desperate survivors of an inconceivably shocking catastrophe. What their revealing murals show is what they knew well from their parents through oral tradition. People now, they're reduced to living in caves at that time. Relegated to hunting and gathering and only able to express aspects of their advanced place of origins and their arrival here on earth with a few pictographic symbols and murals. The most revered and sacred thing any proud exile would cherish is his or her place of origin and how the ancestors actually arrived on earth. The rendition you see below is precisely that. The seven dots at the top are most likely of the Pleiades, just like the other ancient star map causes the author 
uh, discovered around the world, the cases. Together with Orion, this star cluster serves as a reference for the position of one very important sun star, the solar system of our ancestors. The cave ceilings have engraved lines leading to cosmic, quote, windows beneath it. Within is what thousands of years later was adopted by one descendant tribe of the Atlanteans as its Star of David. It is also the symbol Herschel discovered represented the legend, as above, so below. In the cave mural, the symbol is found on the ceiling above. From what it looks like, four distinct groups of people, possibly representative of four tribes, are moving downward in rows, traveling to the lower portion of the cave to below on Earth. Herschel is convinced this is an alien arrival on Earth scenario. But the breakthrough here is not only of an arrival on Earth from elsewhere in our universe, but how they, quote, got here. People disembarking from the massive carriers with their slightly tilted wings. The scene recreated on the cave mural is reminiscent of the 80s in a movie called Dune, D-U-N-E, a newer version of which is currently being relaunched in by Hollywood. Keep in mind, audience, this was written in 2011. Massive interstellar craft, exactly like the 2016 sighting of this word I'm not familiar with, but it's O-U-M-U-A-M-U-A, Umma, by astronomers, are probably what are at play. One astronomer has already gone as far as releasing a paper on Umma, claiming it was artificial and definitely not no comet. Other astronomers proved that it was suddenly accelerated out of our solar system after passing through Earth's orbital area. <coughs> but the most telling paper released on it shows it came from the Pleiades area. The Sumerian Kudru, and that's K-U-D-U-R-R-U, stone, soon to be shown in a new video to be released shortly then, shows that a craft and how it ties in with the Pleiades. Imagine a landing site at an area that would become Atlantis, with many of these super carriers touching down as the author shows in the image. See if there is more you can decode from the clues in his illustrations. And there he has in other uh, phenomenal graphics that he designed. And it shows the arrival point, and then he goes on to the journey from uh, the origin star um, to Earth, uh, the uh, pyramids of Giza, the Giza necropolis, uh, Khufu, as uh, and Sol One, our sun, as above, below, and then the colonization uh, upon arrival. Next topic, an ancient alien Earth invasion. For those not sure of Wayne Herschel's unique human origin theory is built around, then here is a brief explanation. He claims to have identified three sun-like stars common to many ancient star map depictions that indicate where our ancestors originated from. One of the three was most important than the other two, and it was the same priority here at the Atlantis site. He makes compelling case for the missing link in the evolution. That Earth was literally invaded by an alien lineage called Homo sapiens, and that the Earth-evolved hominid, Neanderthal, did not stand a chance. Humanity has always feared an alien invasion. It has already happened, and it is all very historical. We are the aliens, exclamation point. 
Herschel says, so what if we evolve somewhere else? Evolution is real, but all life in the universe originates and naturally selects to its environment following a universal design blueprint. This is where the, quote, God factor, quote, comes in, where all life is literally immersed in a radiation force field of life following a design blueprint from a real, all-seeing, all-knowing, conscious tree of life that radiates life. And there's a reference connection to that. Wayne Herschel had an extraordinary NDE, just like I did, near-death experience, many years ago to credit his as his initial, quote, source, which is covered in this article, one where he explains he came back with more than he left with, just like myself. Whoever can survive a near-death experience, an NDE, uh, both physically and, and uh, mentally, the creator gives those people that can endure it, endure it a small gift. He was given ancient knowledge. I was given foresight, which is a fraction of prophecy. And so he goes, uh, Wayne Herschel had an extraordinary near-death experience many years ago to credit, to credit as his initial source, which is covered in this article. And I just stated that he came back, uh, quote, with more than he left with. All he had to do was set out and test the strange clues and discover if the historical evidence seen in memory, quote, was real. It was. Then he has another graphic image. Next topic, the unthinkable twist to the story. You might think that this in the beginning to look a lot like something out of a science fiction film, a sci-fi film. Keep reminding yourself, if you acknowledge Plato's work as having any relevance, it is he who defined the Atlantean's origin in exactly this way. We cannot ignore that part of the Atlantis legend. With this discovery, Herschel's entire manuscript is about to receive its biggest breakthrough. And what is claimed will take it to a whole new otherworldly level. Quote, let's say thanks to a little help from, quote, above, which is true. As the author is quick to acknowledge, let me show you how. A traditional writing style was the initial approach to his book. For example, the ornate way of saying, quote, the gods have come down from the heavens in celestial chariots seem more palatable and with that being the case, anything alien sounded was avoided initially. But then what happened next would elevate the del deliberately uh, shunned outer worldly detail of the author's finding to a whole new level. The relevance of facets of his research defined by super advanced detail that bordered on the paranormal could only, rather, could no longer be exhorted and let alone be toned down. Actually, it would have been sacrilege to do so. And the reason for this, what transpired right at what was once the site of the port city of Atlantis, precisely on its center island, quote, somewhere, rather, someone else also knew this was Atlantis and whoever it was, was not even of this earth. Whilst the world was waiting and watching for the so-called return of the sky gods of the Maya in 2012 and have their calendar uh, prophecy fulfilled in parallel to its run-up, something phenomenal was unfolding concurrently. It, that is to say, something appearing at the Atlantis site, now inadvertently evolved the subject of a paranormal event in late 2011. 
overnight on a date yet to be disclosed, a paranormal force had indented in typical crop circle fashion, the Earth's crust creating the captivating crop circle that the THRB books research and support team soon coined as the quote, the geoglyph, G-E-O-G-L-Y-P-H. It was made up of 84 eclipse-shaped lakes as far as the eye could see in an area expanse of more than four kilometers. See the author's rendition below compared to the size of the pyramids at Giza. And because of its significance in proving Atlantis, the geoglyph pattern, now a stunning permanent indentation on the ground, takes its pride of place on the cover of Herschel's Atlantis, Countdown to 2007. That's the title of his book. It is still visible today on satellite programs. It had occurred precisely in the middle of what Herschel had identified as the imprint of what once was Atlantis's center island. And then he shows a picture of the uh, Giza pyramid. And it's like a chart which shows that uh, uh, the uh, islands of, uh, uh, that surround on the outskirts of Atlantis, as well as a star system. Next topic, the Atlantic message to humanity. The event could best be described beyond paranormal. There was also an encoded message with it. The encoded components of what are outlined in the image near the end of the article. As it becomes clear, the alien message is also addressing the people of the Basque, that's B-A-S-Q-U-E, country, that's at the border of Spain and France in the Pyrenees. Most likely, the last descendants of the Atlanteans. In a nutshell, it would seem some very advanced visitors to what was once the site of Atlantis found it quite appropriate to indent into the ground via advanced technology a rendition of what Herschel refers to as, quote, his star map. They even included in their rendition a piece of Spanish history. They knew of the two different traditions of Orion, one as a cross, the other as a swastika, even if it belonged to a different epoch. The origin of the swastika is actually proven visible in modern astronomy. Orion has this nebulous pattern formation and the OM, that's capital O, small m, star map of the Indus civilization knew it as the astronomy photo proves with long exposure settings. But there is also seems to have been a direct message personally aimed at Wayne with the geoglyph. It basically screamed out, quote, find the star map template here of Atlantis. This turned out to be a reality. It was here. Then you see more of his uh, decoding the swastika, which is very, very ancient, uh, of his graphics. Next, both the large Orion four-dot compilations in the geoglyph shows the X that marks the spot, the sun star, so it was not hard to deduce who the message was intended for. Not only had Herschel been researching every blemish and anomaly in the area with the knowledge of what was once there, but he also happened to be the pioneer of this line of exploration. What were the odds that he would be the one to be the first to stumble upon what had been embossed into this isolated site? This was quite beyond belief. He was, after all, this, quote, star map guy who had found the implicit proof of countless civilizations mirroring specific stars 
for their most sacred structures as the place where they came from. He was the one who had discovered the star map template in 2002. It is here where things get a little bone chilling. The designers of the geoglyph showed Orion in its distinct rising and setting permutations with the kinds of accuracy of measurement that not only revealed the level of their sophistication, but showed their acumen for the things worldly in what can be only be described as beyond belief. And then he shows another uh, stunning graphic with uh, Orion and the uh, uh, curved swastika that is very ancient. Next, one day the crop field had a regular crop. Then in the next image, upload, they had evidence of the largest crop circle ever created on the planet. It happened that fast. It looks surreal as if someone had been hacked at the image. Could it all be one big hoax? A few months had elapsed before curiosity got the better of the author and he revisited another updated image. Lo and behold, suddenly tiny vehicle tracks had made their appearance near the anomalies. The geoglyph had obviously elicited some kind of interest by investigators. After a closer correlation study with a star map for precise positions of the X marks the spot, it proved that it was his star map. It was no hoax. If the geoglyph truly was his star map and this was planted by such an advanced race, one can logically hold out high expectation for a perfect correlation test and one would be able to go to any advanced astronomy program to prove this. Would the sun star found in all the ancient star maps be perfectly positioned in the context of Orion? The million dollar question had to have a million dollar answer or the theory would fall flat. The astronomy correlation potential would have to be close to flawless. Comparatively, the correlation also have to be so accurate as to the account for why the geoglyph was placed on rectangular fields to correlate with the astronomical grid measurement of celestial latitude and longitude demarcation. The odds were a little daunting and even intimidating as the computer printout showed. The correlation had correct distance and basic orientation direction to the X marks the spot. It was absolutely correct, exclamation. Note the measurement line of the, quote, two units in the image, two celestial units of measure and how the distances, orientation, and sizes of the brightest stars of Orion all correlate. Let astronomers argue over one by one. If anything, it is going to set off a storm. Now we also know why the massive landmark artwork was intentionally tilted. And in another stunning graphic, the alien orient Orion geoglyph and the uh, ancient swastika curved. But what about the groups of four ellipses in a row and a second group of another two small ellipses? What do they mean? They actually comprise a message part of the alien artwork, quote. Wayne Herschel, in his book, fully decodes the message encoded in the geoglyph. In brief, it confirms the Mayan prophecy of the sky god's return was an error for 2012, and that the ancients had now left a message with the corrected data. A few more years have yet to come to pass in what all the clues 
unanimously scream out will be official first contact and in a very public event at that exclamation. It is highlight of the book's concluding chapters. The Google Earth image below is evidence of the fact that those in charge of this satellite program were evidently instructed to remove the first pristine image of the geoglyph and how it was to be seen in a very green field. The IT person intentionally seemed to have left behind a trace of the original overlay, be it small. The time marker suddenly given the time frame originally dated 2011 is now 2010 with the appearance of the field apparently clear. But lo and behold, a trace of the remains of these small section of the original first image that was not removed is still there today. Here's the proof position marker to copy and paste and see into it. And you have the latitude and longitude. Anyway, it's based on north by west. Look closely for the tiny four by four tire tracks that went to the inspect the new lakes. These circular anomalies are just small portions of the ellipses. Ask yourself what kind of indentation force would still leave traces of the on the uh, plow field lines. Earth moving construction as claimed by the parks authorities that they built the lakes obviously falls flat as no trace of field lines should exist at all. And then it shows a, a photograph, uh, aerial photograph of old crop lines are still visible, old remaining images, uh, portions are visible and a new overlay image. <coughs> Next section. Next topic. Discovery of the star map template. In his search for Atlantis, Herschel would soon recognize that it is the layout was also based on his star map. But unlike how the Mars, the X marks the spot, was the face monument there, that's Sedona, at the Atlantis site, it would be the circumpunct symbol that would reference the sun star. In other words, the otherworldly solar system of the, quote, ancients. In Herschel's words, it, the, is this not obvious in the circular design plan itself? The circumpunct design fit perfectly for the legendary circular canals, exclamation. The uh, controversial circumpunct symbol that was the big secret that was very lightly brushed upon in Dan Brown's, the author, lost symbol, quote. What the Atlantis and the Mars star map had in common, however, was that they both used the Pleiades star cluster and the Orion star uh, constellation as points of reference to find this X marks the spot. And the same was true for Stonehenge. End of first story. We did it in 45 minutes. Over. Jeff. Jeff. Jeff, wake up. Anyway, audience, uh, we'll go on to the second. Uh, we've already covered this. So I can close this out. Jeff is obviously working on something else. No, I, I'm here. Sorry. I just had a technical issue uh, getting back on with my microphone, but I'm here. Uh, that was really cool, Chris. Uh, let me just ask a, a question here, first of all. Go ahead. Uh, you had mentioned some locations off Spain and things like that, but it, I'm not sure. Maybe I missed it, but was it clear uh, where he is saying Atlantis location was? 
Yes, 500 kilometers due west. And due west of Spain. Well, Spain and Portugal is Atlantis. That is the whole point, Jeff. That was a continent that drifted, and you're going to find out why in part two, where there was an impact in Greenland that caused massive uh, catastrophic uh, flooding throughout the uh, great portion of the world. And that the uh, because of this cataclysm and floods, Atlantis was actually shifted and it became and it crashed into the European continent and became Spain and Portugal as we know it today. But the uh, he's pointing out that with Plato's uh, rendition in his books, the, his two books, that um, it was never, he was absolutely correct in that he never said it was a narrow uh, channel between the Northern Europe and Africa. And you're going to learn more about it in part two. Okay. And by the way, part two has a really big twist. So you'll want to stay tuned. And what we're going to do just to keep them separate for people who do playbacks, uh, because sometimes if it's an hour and a half long, people, you know, miss that there's a second one in it or something like that. So we're going to separate them. We're going to end this chat, uh, this uh, particular live stream, and we'll start again in just literally moments. Uh, so, but before we go, Jan sent a <laughs> super text that Jan, you're really after my heart with this one <laughs> and Chris's and it's working by the way. Uh, it says for photos, join right on The military analyst Intel really worth it. Jan, you are worth more than anything. Uh, we appreciate you guys so much. Uh, you know, Jan Patriot girl, 1776, you guys have been so fantastic. And of course, uh, Misty River with all her hard work that she does for the channel. Man, we just appreciate you so much. So listen, we're going to sign off. We'll sign back in in just moments. And uh, in the meantime, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself. And I really mean it when you got to start making a difference in your community. We'll see you on part two.